Unshakable, Creating Peace of Mind in a World of Volatility by Tony Robbins, episode 64. This book was published in 2017 and weighing in at 256 pages. After interviewing 50 of the world's greatest financial minds, brings a step-by-step playbook, taking you on a journey to transform your financial life and accelerate your path to financial freedom. No matter what your salary, your stage of life, and when you started, this book will provide you with the tools to help you achieve your financial goals more rapidly than you ever thought possible. This is Paul Miners from paulminers.com's take on the best book bits he found worth capturing. If you like what you hear, I strongly suggest you buy the book using the link in the description. So without further ado, I bring you Unshakable. Section 1, Wealth, The Rule Book. Power and peace of mind in a world of uncertainty. We all dream of achieving that tremendous inner peace, that comfort, that independence, that freedom. In short, we all dream of being unshakable. But what does it really mean to be unshakable? It's not just a matter of money. It's a state of mind. When you're truly unshakable, you have unwavering confidence, even in the midst of the storm. It's not that nothing upsets you. You can get all hooked, but you don't stay there. Nothing rattles you for any length of time. This state of mind allows you to be a leader, not a follower. To be the chess player, not the chess piece. If you're struggling to make sense of the future of the global economy, join the club. You know we're living in strange times even when the greatest financial minds admit to being confused. Great financial minds. If you're feeling stressed and confused, I understand. But let me tell you the good news. There are a few people out there that do have the answers. A few brilliant financial minds that have figured out how to make money in good times and bad. One of the greatest lessons to learn from these money masters is that you don't have to predict the future to win this game. Here's what you have to do. You have to focus on what you can control, not what you can't. You can't control where the economy is headed and where the stock market will soar or plunge, but that doesn't matter. The winners of the financial game know they can't control the future either. You need to learn the rules of the financial game, who the players are, what are the agendas are, where you can get hurt and how you can win. This knowledge can set you free. The Money Masters Ray Dalio, the most successful hedge fund manager in the world. Number two, Jack Bulge, the founder of Vanguard and the revered pioneer of index funds. Mary Callum Enrodes, who oversees $2.4 trillion in assets at J.P. Morgan, Chase & Co. T-Bon Pickens, the billionaire oil tycoon. Number five, Carl Icahn, America's most formidable activist investor. David Swinson, whose financial wizardry transformed Yale into the one of the world's wealthiest universities. John Paulson, a hedge fund manager who personally earned $4.9 billion in 2010, and Warren Buffett, the most celebrated investor ever to walk the earth. Unshakable will show how these masters of the financial world prepare themselves, how they profit by anticipating winter instead of just reacting to it. As a result, you'll be able to benefit from the very thing that harms those who are unprepared. Seven facts to free you from fear of corrections and crashes. Our capacity to pattern recognition is the number one skill that can empower us to achieve financial prosperity. Once you recognize these patterns in the financial markets, you can adapt to them, utilize them, and profit from them. Compound interest. The first pattern we need to recognize is one of Warren Buffett's has harnessed a mass 
a fortune that now stands at $65 billion. What's his secret? It's simple, says Warren Buffett. The wealth has to come from a combination of living in America, some lucky genes, and compound interest. It's a common misconception, this belief that if your earned income is big enough, you become financially free. But we've all read stories about movie stars, musicians, and athletes who've earned more money than God, yet ended up broke because they didn't know how to invest that income. The awesome power of compounding is that over time, this force can turn a modest sum of money into a massive fortune. You're never going to earn your way to financial freedom. The real route to riches is to set aside a portion of your money and invest it, so that it compounds over many years. That's how you become wealthy while you sleep. That's how you achieve true financial freedom. But how are you going to get there? First, you've got to save and invest. Become an owner, not just a consumer. And then the single best place to compound money over the many years is in the stock market. Where should I put my money? In an era of compressed interest rates, you earn nothing when you keep your cash in savings account. What about stocks? U.S. stocks prices and valuations have soared over the past seven and a half years. Fueling fears the market is bound to plunge. When we look back at the stock market over an entire century, we discover this extraordinary fact. Financial winters come, on average, every year. Once you start to recognize long-term patterns like this, you can utilize them. You can see that important aspects of the financial markets are much more predictable than you've ever realized. A key point to note. When any market falls at least 10% from its peak, it's called a correction. When a market falls at least 20% from its peak, it's called a bear market. The seven facts. Number one, on average, corrections have occurred about once a year since 1900. Historically, the average correction has lasted only 54 days, less than two months. In other words, most corrections are over almost before you know it. Not that scary, right? Number two, less than 20% of all corrections turn into a bear market. If you panic and move your cash during a correction, you may as well be doing so right before the market rebounds. Number three, nobody can predict consistently whether the market will rise or fall. Number four, the stock market rises over time despite many short-term setbacks. Despite a 14.2% average drop within each year, the U.S. market ended up on a positive return in 27 of the last 36 years. And number five, historically bear markets have occurred every three to five years. But know that they don't last forever that on average, they last about a year. Bear markets become bull markets and pessimist becomes optimist. When the mood of the market is overwhelmingly bleak, super investors such as Buffett tend to view it as a positive sign that better times lie ahead. Number seven, the greatest danger is being out of the market. If you stay in the market long enough, compounding works its magic, and you end up with a healthy return, even if your timing was hopelessly unlucky. Hidden fees and half truths. How Wall Street fools you into overpaying for underperformance. What most people really want, regardless of how much money they have today, is freedom. Freedom to do more of what they want, whenever they want, and whomever they want. By minimizing fees, you'll save years or more likely decades of retirement income. Taxes. When two people trade in the stock, one must win and one must lose. If the stock goes up after you buy it, you win. But if you go to win, buy a big enough margin to cover those transaction costs. If your stock goes up, you also have to pay taxes on your profit when you sell the stock. 
For investors in an actively managed fund, this combination of hefty transaction cost and taxes is a silent killer, quietly eating away at the fund's returns. The largest expense in your life is taxes, and paying more than you'll need to pay is insane, especially when it's absolutely avoidable. Your profits could be slashed by 30% or more, unless you're holding the funds inside a tax-deferred account, such as an IRA, individual retirement account, or a 401k plan. Not surprisingly, fund companies don't like to dwell on these tax issues, preferring to tout their pre-tax returns. If the fund is held in a non-taxable account like a 401k, you can add a total cost of 3.17% a year. If it's in a taxable account, the total cost amount to a staggering 4.17% a year. Similarly, tiny fees can mount up until you've lost almost two-thirds of what you would have had. Who can you trust? Pulling back the curtain on the tricks of the trade. The more money you have, the more likely you will seek out advice. 81% of people with more than $5 million have an advisor. But how do you find an advisor you trust? And who deserves trust? Unfortunately, financial advisors work in a system that's beyond their control, a system that has tremendous, powerful financial incentives to focus on maximizing profits above all else. This is a system that richly rewards employees who put their employer's interest first, their own interest second, and their client's interest a distant third. 90% of the roughly 310,000 financial advisors in America are actually just brokers. In other words, they're paid to sell financial products to customers like you and me in return for a fee. The odds of finding good advice improve dramatically if you steer clear of all brokers and work instead with independent advisors who have a fiduciary duty to put your interest first. How to pick one. First, check the advisor's credentials. Two, ideally if you're getting an advisor, you should be getting more than just someone to design your investment strategy. Three, next, you want to make sure that you have experience working with people just like you. And number four, it is also important to make sure you and your advisor are aligned philosophically. And number five, it's important to find an advisor you can relate to on a personal level. A world-class advisor will help you immeasurably from start to finish. Defining your goals, keeping you on a steady path towards them, in particular, by helping you to weather market volatility and massively increasing the probability that you'll actually achieve those goals. Seven key questions to ask your advisor. Number one, are you a registered investment advisor? If the answer is no, this advisor is just a broker. Number two, are you or your firm affiliated with a broker dealer? If the answer is yes, then walk away. Number three, does your firm offer proprietary mutual funds or separately managed accounts? Hopefully the answer is no. Number four, do you or your firm receive any third-party compensation for recommending particular investments? You need to know that your advisor has no incentive to recommend products that will shower him or her with commissions, kickbacks, consulting fees, trips, or any other goodies. Number five, what's your philosophy when it comes to investing? Number six, what financial planning services do you offer beyond investment strategy and portfolio management? And number seven, where will my money be held? A fiduciary advisor should always use a third-party custodian to hold your funds. Section two of the Unshakable Playbook, the four principles that can help you guide every investment decision you make. Number one, don't lose. The best investors are obsessed with avoiding losses. Why? Because they understand a simple but profound fact. 
The more money you lose, the harder it is to get back to where you started. Number two, asymmetric risk and reward. You need to take big risks to achieve big returns. The best investors don't fall from this high risk, high return myth. Instead, they hunt for investment opportunities that offer the, what they call asymmetric risk reward. A fancy way of saying that the reward should vastly outweigh the risks. Number three, tax efficiency. Taxes can easily wipe out 30% or more of your investment returns if you're not careful. Yet mutual fund companies love to put their pre-tax returns, obscuring the reality that there's only one number that truly matters, the net amount that you actually get to keep. Number four, diversification. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. How to navigate crashes and corrections to accelerate your financial freedom. If you live in fear, you've lost the game before it even begins. How can you achieve anything if you're too scared to take a risk? You can never know what the stock market will do, but the uncertainty isn't an excuse for inaction. Prepare for the bear. Here's what you have to remember. Based on more than a century of history, the short-term outlook may look dire, but the stock market always rebounds. This historically perspective gives me an unshakable peace of mind, and I hope it will give you keep your eyes on the prize, regardless of the corrections and crashes we encounter in the years and decades to come. The best investors know that the gloom never lasts. How to prepare for the next bear market by constructing a diversified portfolio that reduces your risks and enhances your returns. As a financial advisor, I construct a client's portfolio by combining asset classes, each with different risk characteristics and different rates of returns. The goal? To balance the return you need to achieve with the risk you're comfortable taking. The beauty of diversification is that you can allow you to achieve a higher return without exposing yourself to greater risk. How come? Because different asset classes don't usually move in tandem. Customization. Asset options involve stocks, bonds, and alternative investments, real estate, private equity funds, gold, etc. In reality, the type of assets you own should be matched to what you personally need to accomplish. What asset classes will you give the highest probability of getting from where you are today to where you need to be? In other words, the design of your portfolio must be based on your specific needs. Asset allocation drives returns. Deciding on the right balance of stocks, bonds and alternatives is the most important investment decision you'll ever make. The moral? Never bet your future on one country or one asset class. Use index funds for the core of your portfolio. Always have a financial cushion. The role of the seven. Ideally, we like our clients to have seven years of income set aside in income-producing investments, such as bonds and MLPs. If stocks crash, we can tap those income-producing assets to meet our clients' short-term needs. Section three, the psychology of wealth. Psychology either makes you or breaks you. It's so imperative to have a robust system that enables you to stay on a target. 80% of success is psychology and 20% is the mechanics. The six biggest mistakes investors make and how to avoid them. Mistake one, seeking confirmation on your beliefs while the best investors welcome opinions that contradict their own. For investors, confirmation bias is a dangerous predisposition. Let's say you love a particular stock or a fund that's performing exceptionally well in your portfolio over the last year. 
Your brain is wired to seek out and believe information that validates it. You own it. The solution, ask better questions and find qualified people who disagree with you. Mistake two, mistaking recent events for ongoing trends why most investors buy the wrong thing at exactly the wrong moment. One of the most common and most dangerous investing mistakes is the belief that your current trend will continue. The solution, don't sell out, rebalance. What the best investors in the world do is create a list of simple rules to guide them so that when things get emotional, they stay the course and remain on target long term. Mistake three, overconfidence get real. Overestimating our abilities and our knowledge is a recipe for disaster. We constantly overestimate our abilities, our knowledge, and our future prospects. The solution, get real, be honest. When it comes to investing, self-deception may be the biggest expense of all. Mistake four, greed, gambling, and the quest for the home runs, is it's tempting to swing from the fences, but victory goes to the steady survivors. The best way to win the game of investing is to achieve sustainable long-term returns. But it's enormously tempting to swing for home runs, especially when you think other people are getting rich faster than you. The solution, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Remember that. Mistake five, staying home, it's a big world out there. So how come most investors stay so close to home? Humans have a natural tendency to stay within their comfort zone. The solution, expand your horizons by diversifying internationally. You're not only reducing your overall risk, but you're also increasing your returns. Mistake six, negatively and loss aversion. Your brain wants you to be fearful in times of turmoil. Don't listen to it. The trouble is, losing money causes investors so much pain that they tend to act irrationally just to avoid this possibility. The solution, preparation is key. The single best way to handle market turmoil and the fears it can trigger is to prepare for it. Mastering your mind. These simple rules and procedures will make it easier for you to invest in the long term, to trade to less, to lower your investment fees and transaction costs, to be more open to views that differ from your own, to reduce the risk by diversifying globally, and to control the fears that could otherwise derail you during bear markets. Will you be perfect? No. But will you be better? You bet. And the difference this makes over a lifetime can mount to many millions of dollars. Making the most of important decisions of your life. If this book helps you to become financially free, I'll be thrilled for you. But if I'm honest, I don't believe that's enough. Why not? Because having financial wealth doesn't guarantee that you'll be wealthy as a human being. But real wealth is about so much more than money. Real wealth is emotional, psychological, and spiritual. If you're financially free, but you're still suffering emotionally, then what kind of victory is that? Three steps. When it comes to the science of achievement, there are three key steps that you can enable you to achieve whatever it is you want. Number one, the first step to achieving anything you want is to focus. Remember, wherever focus goes, your energy flows. Number two, the second step is to go beyond hunger drive and desire and to be consistently take massive action a lot of people dream big but never get started to succeed you need to take massive action and number three the third step to achieving whatever you want is grace some people call it luck some people call it god here's what i can tell you based on my own experience the more you acknowledge grace in your life 
the more you seem to have it. The art of fulfillment. The art of fulfillment is ever more important skill to master. Why? Because if you master the external world without mastering the internal world, how can you be truly and sustainably happy? That's why my greatest obsession today is the art of fulfillment. Number one, the first principle, you must keep growing. Everything in life is either grows or dies. That goes for relationships, business, or anything else. Number two, the second principle, you have to give. If you don't give, there's only so much you can feel inside, and you'll never feel truly alive. Remember, money doesn't change people. It just magnifies who you already are. If you have a lot of money and you're mean, then you are more to be mean with. If you have a lot of money and you're generous, you'll naturally give more. Remember, success without fulfillment is the ultimate failure. Your mind and decisions. Either you're a master of your mind or it masters you. The secret of living an extraordinary life is to take control of your mind, since this alone will determine whether you live in a suffering state or a beautiful state. In the end, it's all about the power of decisions. Our lives are shaped not by our conditions, but by our decisions. Will you commit to enjoying life, not only when everything goes your way, but also when everything goes against you? When injustice happens, when somebody screws you over, when you lose something or someone you love. Unless we make the definitive decisions to stop suffering and to live in a beautiful state, our survival minds will create suffering whenever our desires, expectations or preferences are not met. What a waste of so much of our lives. The 90 second rule. Whatever I start to suffer, I give myself 90 seconds to stop it so I can return to living in a beautiful state. Gently breathe and slow things down. Step out of the situation and start to distance yourself from all those stressful thoughts that your brain is generating. It's natural for those thoughts to arise, but they're just thoughts. When you slow down, you realize that you don't have to believe those thoughts or identify with them. Once detached from those thoughts, start to focus on something you appreciate. This shift in focus allows your spirit to enter the game. You will be able to rewire your brain to see the good in the situations if you practice this consistently. That is it. Thanks for watching Unshakable by Tony Robbins, episode 64. Follow us on social, search us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BestBookBits. If you like the video, purchase the book on Amazon by clicking the link in the video description. Subscribe to the channel. Give me feedback on what you think, and if there is a video you want me to do a summary on, please let us know. Have a great day.